Dear God's own people, good day and welcome on board your podcast, Believers on Board. Let's begin the new week by reading the Word of God from the Gospel according to St. Mark, chapter 1, 1 to 8. Verse 5 of the passage says, Many people from the province of Judea and the city of Jerusalem went out to hear John. They confessed their sins, and he baptized them in the river Jordan. Confess and be baptized when you hear the word of God. Confess and be baptized when you hear the word of God. At the time John the Baptist was preaching in the wilderness, a lot of people were interested in his message. The preacher, while doing his work, fed on insects, that is, locusts and wild honey. His daily attire was clothes made of camel's hair with a leather belt round his waist. If John came back to see the way pastors and priests dress today, he would be astonished. If he went to the United States of America, to Nigeria, and some other African countries, and looked at the attire of some of the tele-evangelists, his mouth will remain open for a long time. In fact, he may even be shocked and embarrassed at the luxurious and exaggerated manner or affluence of some clergy. I know there are people who will say the man of God, the woman of God, should dress in the best way possible, should ride the most expensive car, fly the most expensive jet. Those people, those people have right to their opinions. John was a simple man of God whose message of repentance pulled hundreds of men and women to the desert. They went listened, confessed their sins, and received baptism in the River Jordan. By the grace of God, I had the opportunity some years ago to go to that place where John did baptism. Traveling from Cairo, Egypt, through the Suez Canal and Joppa, I arrived Israel to spend 16 days in that country. While visiting the different parts of the Holy Land, I had the opportunity to see River Jordan and the area marked as the site where John was doing his divine assignment of baptism and other duties. It was a unique experience to see the place where the people of Judea and Jerusalem went to meet John the Baptist. 
those people were in serious faith business to travel to the desert to meet and converse with John, for it took time and effort. On arriving there, each person confessed his or her sins, a thing which people find difficult to do these days. Either because they don't want to do it, or they feel they are too symbolized and modern to confess their sins to ordinary pastors and priests. Some believers find it difficult to tell the clergy the sins they have committed, but it wasn't so in the days of John. Confession of sins was a given, and people did it without reservation or questioning. To accept that you have lied, stolen, committed adultery or fornication is not an easy thing for people to do today. That is one of the most difficult things for some Christians. Yet, that is what confession involves. And the Bible enjoins us to confess our sins to each other and by extension to God. One thing I have noticed with Americans is that when they want to be honest and sincere, they do it, and do it right to the last point, even if it has to do with their sexual sins or any other sin they have committed. In contrast to what Americans do, people in Cameroon, and maybe across the African continent, would be very reticent to admit on television that they have had sex with the wrong person. That is because sex is not a common subject for open discussion on our continent. Whatever the merit of that attitude, it is causing problems too. In confession, we acknowledge not only our sins, but our helplessness to stop sinning. That's why we need God in his mercy to rescue us from sin. And then we respond to his grace with thanksgiving and praise. Praising God because he forgives us when we confess our sins. It makes no meaning to pretend before people that you are living a holy life when down deep in your heart you know the real person you are, one of the chief sinners in town. People who sin and confess are more righteous before God than those who sin and refuse to confess. You know where you fall, so just make sure you fall in the right category. And if you haven't confessed, your sins to God and receive baptism in the name of God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, now is your time. People of John's time had the word of God. They confessed their sins and asked for baptism. That pattern is still applicable today with those who are yet to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ 
as Lord and Savior. The villages, towns, and cities of the country in which you live are full of people who have not yet believed. So, please, proclaim Christ to them and pray that they will come forward to openly embrace the faith and be saved. All still to believe need to hear the word of God, confess their sins, and be baptized to eternal life. Have you wronged someone or done something evil recently? If yes, confession is the solution. Without confession, followed by repentance, the burden of that sin weighs heavily on your mind. God forgives all sins, even the sin of murder, provided we confess and ask him to forgive us. God's forgiveness is ready, but are you ready to confess your sins? I encourage you to do so and be blessed. Amen. Do you know how to say sorry when you wrong someone? If no, learn to do so. It will make you a better person. Have you learned to confess your sins to God and to fellow human beings? If yes, thank God. But if not, get into the practice. Why? Because without confession and repentance, God will not forgive your sins and wrongdoings. For intercession today, pray for all those who are reluctant to confess their sins so that they may contribute or they may cut into it cultivate the good habit of always confessing their sins to God. This is Achowa Omeni speaking. Thanks for listening, and may the Holy Spirit enable you to always confess your sins and receive God's forgiveness. Amen. Amen.